Man, we got to deal with a very sensitive topic in episode number 23 of Hebrews in Exile with Rabbi Robert B. Holman Jr. and Sean Appleton. Some of you may be wondering whether or not we are anti-Semitic. And you know what? I'm not going to tell you. You got to listen to the podcast and figure that one out for yourself. So keeping it short and sweet, Hebrews in Exile, you know what we do. Let's go. This is Rabbi Robert B. Holman Jr. and Sean Appleton. And this is Hebrews in, in exile. exile. You know, man, um, saw you come in this evening and you yeah. uh, really look like uh, <laughs> something's wrong. What's, like what's, the, what's the, up? What's, like what's the, the, what, what beats the problem? The cat dragged in something. I had a big old gorilla monkey on my back oh, when I man, came you, in here. Yeah, you come in here sounding like a Baptist preacher. <laughs> all, you're all hoarse. And, I was yeah. hollering earlier today. In your office? In my in my office, I had must not have been nobody on the on the site. No, well, there were people on the site today, but I mean, um, I kind of have a pretty secluded office where you know we're kind of getting close to the end of the project. But I had an opportunity while well, like most of us, while we're at work, we like to listen to things. You know, some people like to listen to whatever music. Uh, and so, um, as we're in this uh, Hebraic walk, I like to listen to things that are kind of will enrich me. Uh, so sometimes, um, sometimes you can turn on things that. The, that <laughs> <laughs> that don't make you feel good. And they and, and I actually wound up running across a video that concerned me because without sounding like one of our ancestors that's in the realm of being a prophet and being prophetic, um, I'm concerned about where we're going as a Hebraic people in regards to the information that we know. And in specificity, um, how? Well, 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 go ahead, well, go ahead. Well, okay. I'm back up. You know, no, you're okay. Okay. You know that we are sitting in the midst of an awakening. Oh yeah, absolutely. And um, um, uh, Reggie White mm -hmm. played football for the Green Bay Packers. Right. Okay. Um, went to the Holy Land uh, to study Hebrew because he knew that the Hebrew mm -hmm. language was was the catalyst of understanding. Correct, correct. So we, and, Reggie, and, Mr. and Reggie White's been gone a long time, but since then, mm -hmm. there have been other uh, people of prominence who have are starting to try to be enlightened towards this Hebrew way of life. Uh, there's an aliyah, there is a returning. There's a returning from... That aspect, there's also a returning of many of the African Americans that are going back to the land. Back and they're the going end. back to the land mm -hmm. because they've had enough in this exile. <laughs> and they can't and they can't wait for the redemption. They they cannot. It, and it is, not only can they not wait for the redemption, <laughs> most of them that are going back don't know there's gonna be a redemption. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's this issue of 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 coming into a truth, understanding that truth and saying, What am I gonna do with this understanding that I have? I need to act upon it. And that's kind of what drove me to 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 my being a little disheartened today and being a little disappointed because I, I watched the video and again for a, most of us when this podcast comes out it's going to be super old news but uh, the issue that happened with our dear brother Nick Cannon and his, back in July 8th July 2020 2020 yeah and he uh, did a podcast where he simply was relaying a truth and the issue is is that once he relayed that truth he was excommunicated from his his MTV show. And as I listened to the his his podcast that he did with Professor Griff, I had to ask myself the question. I said, what is the most egregious thing that this man actually said that's actually getting people so upset? And it's 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 a couple of different things. But I think for me, at the end of the day, it's the fact that what hit me the most was the fact that Nick Cannon brought out a truth. And the truth was, was colored in a way to say, you know what? You're an anti-Semite. 
And because of that, we're going to take your show away from you. And anything that's well, coming well, across as truth is now going to be depicted as being bigoted. Okay, but now listen. You, I mean, you you you've jumped, you've jumped, uh, you've jumped <laughs> like four different levels. <laughs> yeah, you've jumped four <laughs> different levels above the issue. Okay, because within the podcast, what he actually was expressing that the Oxenazis were not the father's people. It's correct. Outlined it really, really. Professor Griff did that and says, "Hey, listen. When you look at being anti-Semitic, how can I be anti-Semitic if you have to define what Semitic is? And Semitic is talking about the tribe, or at least the sons that and the ancestry that come out of Shem. That's Semitic. And when you look at the Semitic people, they're people of melanation. They're people of color. So." He it goes on to explain it. He's not trying to, and this is the this is the funny part. He's not trying to exclude anybody. He's just trying to say, listen, what we've been taught before in the past about a particular group of people needs further clarification, and people need to understand who they really are. Yeah, they're doing it from they they weren't even being biblical or or scriptorial about it. They were just saying these are the facts. Yeah. Yeah. And you need to understand what those facts are. Yeah. yeah. Um, the day that I saw the posting by Nick Cannon, uh, he wrote, just when I thought it couldn't get any worse, 2020 is definitely the most blank, blank uh, up year I've ever witnessed after awakening up, barely raising from my own dark contemplation a continuing my physical existence, and then I don't I don't have the rest of it. But I had heard that he had made the comments about the Oxenazi Jews, and I heard thou also that he was being extremely ostracized about that. So I wrote him on the seventeenth. That was the well. That was his comment was the eighteenth. I wrote him on the seventeenth. And it says, and I told him the only truth resides in the Hebrew scripture. Genesis chapters 10 and 11 defines who somatic Oxenazis are. Hebrew is an ethnic, uh, is the ethnic, ethnicity of Shem. And I give you the scripture, Hosea chapter, uh, chapter 4 and verse 1. Now, um, it seems that in that podcast, uh, Nick Cannon and Deshaun Johnson uh, were explaining that this about the so-called the so-called Jews mm-hmm. who are not who are not ethnically Hebrew right. uh, in in birth, mm-hmm. nor are they connected to the Most High. Correct. So I explained to him that what he was saying was scriptorally mm-hmm. correct concerning the father and his people. Mm-hmm. And of course, I mean, I'm not I'm not I'm not as a as a rabbi here in Sacramento, I'm not nationally uh known mm-hmm. and I'm not nationally heard of. Mm-hmm. So obviously him responding back to me right. in reference to that <laughs> didn't that probably fell on deaf ears as though I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Right, 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 but, right. But 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 to go along with what you're saying, uh, this whole idea of Hebrews in exile, this podcast is to help us understand a true narrative in terms of what is true that we don't have to apologize for. Right. When we say it. However, mm-hmm. with 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 what took place with him, mm-hmm. I understand okay. exactly why he had to backpedal. Yeah, and that's you. Yeah, because he's on a syndicated show, and I, I like to say that he who has the gold makes the rules, and because he's on that syndicated show, that is predominantly Oscarian rant. Yeah, let he's, me. And, and while you're saying that, let me say yeah, something. Let me ahead. say something. Yeah. If you, as an in any individual, is going to come out and speak truth on any on about any subject that affects anybody, you have to be willing to fall on the sword. Yeah, you do. 
I yeah. mean, you can't you can't just jump out there and say stuff without being willing to fall on the sword. Because in this instance, it's about a people once again that right. you said mm-hmm. control the control the entertainment industry, which are oxenazis. Yeah, and that's a that's a fact. That's not. That's not something that somebody's trying to demonize anybody for. It's just something that's that's a reality. Right. And and I, I think I have to clarify for my position because, you know, we're living in a world where we have to really be PC about a lot of stuff because you get a, back, a lot of backlash. I'm going to say this and saying in my in good conscience that I don't think, in, matter of fact, I know our aim is not to demonize anybody no no the point here is that i would never demonize any Ashkenazian person because i realize at the base level we both believe in the same elohim literally there's no reason why a group of people should be ostracized because at the end of the day aren't we a part of the same nation of israel now in 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 when I say the nation of Israel, again, I get, always give that narrative like if you're married to a person, my wife is married to me. And as she's married to me, she takes on my last name. Now, is she blood? Absolutely not. She comes from a different line. So therefore, but I never, I don't treat her as if she's not a part of the family. She's very much a part of the family. And that's the way I look at it. I don't look at it as to say, well, you know, um, they're less than or they've done something wrong or to demonize them. What I'm just simply saying at the end of the day, which I like to say all the time, is that we are a part of the nation of Israel. And we need to be able to understand that, that, we have a lineage that runs through Noah, Father Avraham, Yitzhak Yaakov, and those people are a people of melanation. It's a truth. It's a fact. I'm sorry that it's, it doesn't fit the narrative that's a part of westernized culture, but it's a fact. You know, I, I, I have, I've dealt with that subject, and I was trying to find... Uh, the narrative, the literature that I researched uh, concerning the origin of the Akhenaten Jews, and their origin uh, is, and the and their their ability to call themselves who they who they were who they are was not a matter of of birth or ethnicity. They voted themselves to be called that. Oh, okay. All right, all right, all right. They voted themselves to be called that, and once again slid into mm-hmm. slid into uh, this this idea of promulgating all over the world that they were the father's people. Right. But here, here's the thing: the narrative. And, wait, 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 wait. While you're ahead, saying that, go ahead. Go ahead. Their narrative. Mm-hmm. Is just like the narrative that that circles this whole idea of Christianity. Right. It's right. been promulgated in the world, mm-hmm. and it's become a fact. So I go back, and I'm going to use George Goebbels, the German <laughs> general's terms, that if you tell a lie long enough, enough right. it'll become truth, and people will believe it. Right. That doesn't change the norm, neither does it change the situation in the mind of the creator who created his people, who come out of the oldest son of Noah, which mm-hmm. happens to be Shem. Right. Right, right. And, and, and again, it's, I want to be clear, I guess globally, is that this is really not about, again, bashing Ashkenazi no, Jews. No, it has no. nothing to do with that at all. No. We were, matter of fact, let me give them some accolades. The fact of the matter is, is that they've been the curators and stewards of Absolutely. the Most High's word. Absolutely. For a very long time, there's a great debt of gratitude that's there for that. I respect that. But let's let's but let's talk about why that is. Okay. Okay. The Father has said in His Word that He has never left Himself without, without a, witness. a witness. Right. Mm-hmm. A witness doesn't have to come at your house. 
<laughs> right. Right. A witness can come from anywhere. Mm-hmm. The Hebrew people, the Hebrew people were extricated into exile into the four corners of the world. Mm-hmm. In the four corners of the world to whom Israel has been has been removed by the Most High as he said he would do in the book of Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy Dabarim. Mm-hmm. And the Most High is not human mm-hmm. that he can lie and or change his mind. Right, what right. he says will come to pass. Mm-hmm. So, the Hebrew people from the loins of Shem are in exile. The melanated people of Father Abraham, Nitzchak, and Yaakov are in exile. In exile, you can't do a doggone thing. Right. You're stuck. And he told us that we weren't going to be able to do a doggone thing. You're not, you're going to, in exile, you're going to lose your name, Mm -hmm. you're going to lose your diet, Mm -hmm. and you're going to get another God. And that's exactly what is happening. So that wipes out that wipes out Torah. Mm-hmm. That wipes out the Hebrew language. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't. It doesn't eradicate what the Most High established, which was His people and His language. Right, right. That's that whole entire narrative over there that you talked about a couple of of Shabbats ago. Exactly. When you said, when you said, okay, our Father. Who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. What is thy will? Your will is for your people to return back to your word. You, your folks are praying something they don't even know what they're talking about half the time. So it's this, it's this, it's this narrative that, again, you know, there's a great, de- great, great debt of gratitude that's there for what the stewardship that they've had. Yeah. But again, what's, I think my thing and why I'm so animated this afternoon about this is the fact that we have to stand strong in the idea, in the ideology, in our hubris, that if you're going to stand on the word of the Most High and claim your birthright, you should be unapologetic about it. You stand on those facts. You stand in truth and you walk in that truth, even though Westernized culture is going to call you a bigot. They're going to call you hate speech. They're going to call you everything under the sun. Even when you present the facts, you have to stand true and not be unwavered about that. And that's the thing about us is that, okay, well, that's not what the masses are. And, and, that, and, and I'm going to be and I got to issue an apology and all. No, don't apologize for being a part of a culture that's rich. That's wealthy. That has all of this. Well, see, that's what going for see, it. that's what Marcus Garvey wrote, and he said, "A person who doesn't know their culture, doesn't know where they come from or who they are, are predominantly." I forget what how how he how he closed that out, but mm-hmm. he said something about well, you're you're just there's a tree with no no roots. A tree with no roots. Mm-hmm. But here's the problem with with where we are. Like I said before. If you're going to speak truth on a matter, you have to be willing to fall on the sword. Right. But you can't fall on the sword if you don't if you don't have the power to be the resurrector. Mm-hmm. If you can't resurrect yourself after falling on the sword, then you're dead. Case in point. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I say something and I work for the state of California. Mm-hmm. And I say something against the state of California that gets me in trouble, mm-hmm. and they fire me. But it's true that I have to be willing to fall on that sword, or I'm going to have to issue an apology so I can get my doggone job back. Right, right. Because I got to feed myself. Right, right. Yeah. Or, or I have to know that when I speak truth about matters concerning the Most High and His people. That the down, what seems like the downfall is the beginning of an arising. Right. And if I don't, if I don't, if I can't, if I can't understand that the Most High won't let me. He, Come on. See, we already there. <laughs> He's sitting up in the seat now. <laughs> the Most High won't let me fall. <laughs> you see. <laughs> You got to understand that 
when you speak out for the Most High and His people, if you believe and you've heard that your father owns a cattle on a thousand hills, Mm -hmm. then he owns the man that fired you. Yeah. And if the father owns the cattle on a thousand hills and you are going to speak truth for him, he's not going to let you fail. That right there. But here's the problem. Yeah, because I'm okay. But here's the problem. Mm -hmm. If you're not in a narrative where you're applying yourself to the knowledge of the Most High. Yeah, that's the key, right there. And you're just following a historical narrative outside the parameters Mm -hmm. of the knowledge of the... And I'm not even talking about... You you ain't got to go to church, just open the doggone Hebrew Bible and and read read it. it. It's a history book. (laughs) Exactly. It's It's a history book. It's exactly what it is. So but, we, we get we spiritualize that thing so much that but, it's a deterrent for people. But, but, but here's the problem with the history book. We went to school to learn history. Mm-hmm. And we had to have a professor up there to explain to us and break history down. Mm-hmm. So we didn't just open up a history book and say, oh, I got this. Mm-hmm. You needed somebody to explain it to you. The problem with this situation with Nick Cannon and Deshaun Jackson, they heard something, mm-hmm. but they have, but they don't understand the narrative of the history that surrounds it, what it all is connected to. So when they fell on the sword, they wouldn't have mind dying because it ain't that Jesus Christ is the resurrection, mm-hmm. correct? And the life and the truth. He's not it. Mm-hmm. The Most High says, "I will raise you up." Right. Right. And I will strengthen you. Right. And that's a very key point because as you're talking, people need to understand that there's this apprehension about defending that position because you're just hearing somebody, you're hearing us talk. And literally, if someone was to present that narrative to me and say, no, you're not, prove it. Prove that you are part of the lineage of Shem. I don't need to go any further well, I can crack that. I can crack that scripture open. Well, let's crack it open, and I can show you some points. Let's 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 let's, let's crack it open. I mean, it, matter of fact, you don't even have to crack it open because literally the things that you know already can prove it. I'm going to give you one already. Okay, it's going to be remedial. What? What? Something that I know, or something that they should know. Everybody knows this. Okay. If what? you if you grew, listen, everybody knows where the continent of Africa is. If you don't know where a continent of Africa is, climb out from the bottom of that rock that you've been living under and just Google map it. Continent of Africa. And I want you to look up where Egypt is. Egypt is in the northeast corner of Africa. It's not someplace off the coast of Sweden somewhere. It's in Africa. Okay? The children of Israel, were. They, how many went down into 80, Egypt. Eighty went down. Is and how many came eight? out? Uh uh six hundred Yeah, six hundred thousand so men six, were counted. Six hundred six hundred and three thousand men, not including women, women and, and children. children. Right. So what actually came out of Mitzrayim when the most high delivered them in Exodus was almost probably about eight million people. Right. The, so, the, the population of the county of Sacramento. Right. So just geographically. Go to Ethiopia, go to that area and look and see what the, 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 the hue of those people are. Number one, it's still that color to its day. Okay, that's fine. You want to debunk that one? Let's go to another one. Moshe, the greatest prophet that ever lived, the greatest, hands down, the goat of all prophets, married who? A Cushite woman. She was from Ethiopia. This is a black woman we're talking about. The lineage of these people is from Africa, a place of color. I don't even have to crack the book open. All you need to know about the fact is, yeah, they were in... Didn't come from Poland. They didn't come from some village off the coast of Sweden, babies. I'm, I, <laughs> I mean, I think for most people, and the list goes on and on how you can prove some of this stuff, but... The fact of the matter is, is I think people hear the narrative, they're on board with us, but when they get confronted, there's apprehension. That's because they don't know how to defend it. Right. And that's where you have to fortify yourself, which you explained earlier. Crack 
the book open see, and read it. See, you can't you can't defend hearsay. You have to know it for yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to understand it and know it for yourself. And the history books for which all of this is being pulled from that's bringing this awakening to black people in exile and all black people in exile are not Hebrews. That's true. Some okay. of them, that's right. Some so, come from the house of Ham. Yep. So, so the idea of understanding, of pulling all the narrative together, that when you call yourself and say that you are a Hebrew Israelite, when you say that, you have to recognize that you're connected to the creator, the Elohim, the all-sufficient one, the El, the only power that brought Israel out of slavery and out of Mitzrayim. You're connected to that God and the history that's associated with him and his people. If you don't know that history and long with him and his people, you can't defend your position. You're going to fold every single time you get confronted. Let's read. Okay. Let's crack the book open and read. Okay. Let's do it. From the complete Jewish Bible. All right, where are we at? Where are we going? Uh, written by an ox and a Jew. <laughs> Might we add? But the same narrative it's is also in the book that's written by the black king, King James. All right. It says the same thing. The language is the terminology is just a little different, but the terminology is, is synonymous. Yeah, the content is there. Okay. And, it's, and it says this. Let's, let's start somewhere. Let's start here. Let's start here. Where we at? We, we, we in Bereshit? Bereshit, which is Genesis, Genesis chapter okay. 10. All right. Here is the genealogy of the sons of Noach, Shem, Ham, and Yephat. That's Japhat, by the way. Sons were born to them after the flood. Now, the first son that is mentioned mm-hmm. is the youngest son. And the least is said about him. Right. Which is Japhat. The oldest son happens to be Shem. Shem. Okay? But he's the first one mentioned. The sons of Japhat were Gomer, Magog, Madi, Yovan, Tuval, Meshach, and Tyrus. The sons of Gomer, coming out of this Japhat son, mm-hmm. were the ox were Oxenas. There they are. Mm-hmm. Riphat and Togomar. The sons of Yovan were Elisha. Tarshish, Kittim, and Donanim. From these, the islands of the nations were divided into their lands, each according to its language, according to their families in their nations. Mm-hmm. Now, now, to understand this point and to understand the division, you have to ask yourself, where did Japhat reside? Right, right. Because he left the land. right. Right. Where did he where did he reside? How is it that from Noah how is it that Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japhat had the same pigmentation and coloring? Hmm. Hmm. They were dark skinned skin people. people. That's right. Look it up. Right. Do your research. This is Do all your home. Googleable. Do your home. Do that's your a, home. That's a word. <laughs> so now then it says, then it says, the sons of Ham were Cush, Mitzrayim, put Kenanan, which is Canaan. The sons of Cush were Shiva, Havala, Savat, Rama, and Sivaka. The sons of Rama were Shiva and, and, and Dedan. Cush fathered Nimrod, who was the first powerful ruler on earth. He was a mighty hunter before Yahweh, and this is why people say, like Nimrod, a mighty hunter before Yahweh. Let me skip down a little bit because we need to. We need to get. We need to get to somebody. We here. need to get to the, we need the, to get the to older guy, the firstborn, the birthright guy. Now, and then it talks about. All of the people that are born into and are descendants of Ham, and you have to read. You have to read um, uh, from chapter ten, chapter six, chapter uh, chapter ten, verse six down to uh, verse number twenty of that chapter. Now, before you go on, I want to make a point here for these Hamites because it says that Ham fathered Cush. 
Kush, if you do your research on Kush, Kush is in that Ethiopian uh, northeastern African area. That's right. where they resided. Right. Those are the Kushites. You're talking about Ethiopians when you're talking about that. Right. Now, <clears throat> now the children were also born to Shem, ancestors of all descendants of Eber. Of Eber. Eber happens to be the son that comes out of Shem from where Father Abraham comes. comes from, yeah. Father Abraham comes out of Ever. So mm-hmm. if Father Abraham comes out of Ever and he is the he has come from the lineage of Shem, that's Shemites. That's right. That's Shemites. That's not that's not Japhites. <laughs> that's Shemites. By two brothers, there are two brothers that father different People and the Oxenazis by scripture come out of Japheth, who migrated out of the land when 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 uh, when uh, the when the Tower of Babel was 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 was, um, was destroyed, and they all started, and they all dispersed. Mm-hmm. The Oxenazis, I mean Japheth, migrated out away from his brothers, mm-hmm. which is where you get this terminology that's associated with because they went into the caustics or they're a part of the caustics. Their melanin changed because they moved away from the equator. <laughs> and when they moved away from the equator, their melanin changed and they became these people that are not people of color. I mean, do your history. It's, yeah, hey, I'm, I'm, you, I'm reading. I'm reading from our history book. Y'all want to call it a Bible? It's a history, history book. That's all that is. And Genesis to to Second Chronicle is the history of the people of Shem, the Hebrew sons of Abraham, Yitzchak, mm-hmm. and Yaakov, the family. Said. You're not going to (laughs) You're not going to find An Oxenazi's name Mentioned in the 12 sons of Israel Nowhere Jew Jew Is associated with Judah Which is Yehuda Yeah Yehuda Happens to be The lion of Judah He is one of the key principles Of the 12 sons of Israel You're not going to find An Oxenazi associated With the 12 sons of Israel In the lineage In the heritage In the ethnicity of Shem Not going to be there Mic drop Now stand on You can stand on that That's scriptorial You can you, You See You don't have to like truth Right. But truth is still truth. And here's the one thing that I know for certain. Mm-hmm. That if you speak truth from your heart, the Most High will stand behind you and he will back you up. He will support you. You may take a dive. Mm-hmm. You may take a dive. But you know what? You've been to church. You heard the preacher say, we but we coming out we coming out you come out you cause the most high will bring you out and 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 what we can stand on is empirical evidence of the most high constantly taking care of us because you've got 40 years of experience with it in the desert oh man clothed you fed you took care of you eradicated your enemies the only time the most high raised his hand to come against you is when you've started falling away and doing things out of compliance of what the most high actually wanted you to do the most high has countless times of taking care of his people i I get a little excited (laughs) because you know what i get a little i get a a little excited it's a good thing because it's it's something that is near and dear to us because it's it's trying to articulate to our people and what I mean by our people is the bloodline of melanated people and also the people that have joined with us to be a part of the nation of Israel to understanding who you are and understanding that you have to stand on these truths and when you get confronted with them to be be sensitive and unapologetic in that truth yeah I want to go back to something you said earlier okay all right. I have said this to 
our people. Sometimes our people want to be critical of the Oxenazis. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to get back to what I said earlier. The father said he will not leave himself without a witness. witness right. The father sent his people mm -hmm. into exile. Not that he forgot about them, mm -hmm. because if you got to read the history, he said, I was going to send you there, but he also said, I'm going to bring you back from there. Right. Now, I said earlier that in exile, you get your name changed, your diet changed, you get your worship and your God changed. You get all those things changed. Mm -hmm. so, so there's this aspect of recognizing that Israel has been in Babylonian captivity, they've been in Syrian captivity, mm -hmm. and now they're in this, and now they're in this particular exile. That's three times that Israel has been disconnected right. from the temple, been disconnected from the land, and been and been in exile, so to speak, as the nations think, from their Elohim. But now the Most High has said to us through the prophet Jeremiah in the book of Jeremiah, mm -hmm. he says, they said, the this, this, what I'm going to quote now is the word that the nations are speaking. Our fathers inherited lies. The nations that have gone against Israel and been opposed to Israel said that our fathers inherited lies. You mm -hmm. got to remember that Jeremiah prophesies not only of the, uh, from the, he doesn't speak only from the past, mm -hmm. he speaks from the present and the future. Mm -hmm. So the future of messianic era going back into the land, the nations recognize that, oh, we thought that the Most High had abandoned you. Now we see that in this redemptive state that you are back in the land, the glory that you have received, we thought that you were abandoned. We, we inherited lies. We see that that's not true. Mm. Now, with that being the case, in the exile, and in, the, in all of these exiles, Israel lost their, their ability to function within the culture and the spiritual awareness of the Torah that the Most High gave them. Right. The Most High knew that this last, this last exile that he, that he placed us in when he said, I'm going to when you when you have lived long in the land and you forget and you fall back into idolatry, I will disperse mm. you out of the land into the four corners of the world, of the earth. He promised that. When that happened, Israel once again lost their connection to who they are. Mm -hmm. Our people, our people don't know. Uh, watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Our oh, people don't know no. anything about the Hebrew language. Did delay. And those Nothing. that do have some knowledge about the Hebrew language and want to be knowledgeable, they criticize modern Hebrew as being Yiddish mm -hmm. or from, from the Oxenazis. Well, the Most High used the Oxenazis to preserve his language in whatever form that it is right. so that at this time of return, we'd have something to return to. Look, I don't care if it's ancient Hebrew. I don't care if it's Paleo-Hebrew. I don't care if it's modern Hebrew. The picture graph defines the same, same thing. thing. Right. It's just a different font. That's an so olive old. is an olive. I don't care if it's Paleo or if it's modern Hebrew. Mm -hmm. I don't care where the olive comes from. I don't care where the llama or where the vet, the vet, the calf, the, the mem and the, the, and, and, and the, and the sadiq and all of those all of those 22 consonants come from, mm -hmm. I don't care if they come from Paleo Hebrew or from Modern Hebrew, the picture graph is the same. The meaning, yes. And the language mm -hmm. that comes out of it that defines what's written becomes the same. So now I'm, I got all worked up about that. <laughs> now, right. why did I say all that? Mm -hmm. I said that to say this. The father in his infinite wisdom used a people that wanted to be us mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to be the preserver of what we couldn't preserve. Exactly. That's you all. can't, listen, listen, we're all, and, 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 and you're, you, I mean, you Hebrews out there that, is, that are studious, I mean, I don't mind getting a hit back. I don't mind getting a clap back. I don't, I, I don't, I don't profess to know everything, okay. but this one thing I do know. <laughs> okay. Watch your mouth, Robert. <laughs> you keep holding back. 
it is hard as heck, even if you can find ancient writings written by a Hebrew about anything, anything that's right associated with the Most High. That's true. It ain't yeah. out there, right? That's a very true statement. Y'all talking about talking about talking about Jesus is not God, but you don't have a document in writing that can substantiate your position. That's a good point. Not written by Hebrew. That's a good point. But uh, stay tuned. <laughs> That's coming. There's one coming. Yeah. 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 So I mean, I, I look at I look at what you. I, I understand. The, the the aspect of being upset about mm -hmm. about a narrative in 2020 mm -hmm. but there's a reason for this why do i feel a a a a a a, 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 a plug for Deuteronomy 28 coming there, up no 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 there's there's a reason for this okay the most high's people are in exile Mm -hmm. The Most High, if we look at the historical writings of the book of Judges. The roller coaster book. I call it the roller coaster book mm -hmm. because what Israel did, Israel followed an idolatrous way. She got her behind what for eight, six, four, three, four, however, however many, many hundred years. 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 Mm -hmm. And then when the pressure became so heavy on her, she cried out to the Most High and the Most mm -hmm. High delivered her. For, sent her. He sent her a Messiah. <laughs> right. Who delivered her out of her enemies, which, 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 which I want to ask you, mm -hmm. the Messiah that the Christian world claimed, what the heck did he deliver you out of? We're still getting our behinds whooped. What? When the Most High delivers him his people out of Israel, out of out of out of the hands of their enemy, they're delivered, and the only way they get back in it is they put themselves back in it. It's correct, correct. You ain't been delivered from nothing. See, mm -hmm. so the Oxenazis have been used by the Most High, and he and what he does, he uses nations. Mm -hmm. So if the if what we're discussing now becomes problematic which is good because I'm going to ask you a question when you get done with that statement if it becomes problematic that it forces the issue of pressure upon the Hebrew people that's exactly what the most high wants because he knows that his people are not going to cry out and return to him until the pressure is so strong that they do not have any other alternative but to turn back to him and he uses it just like your mom and daddy used that belt on your behind to bring correction on you he uses it as the whipping stick to get Israel to turn back to him mm -hmm. so that he can redeem us right I didn't mean to start preaching. No, see, no, that's good. That's good. Because I was going to ask you as 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 you were as you were concluding here. So let's play this out, okay? I so exhale. <laughs> we're 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 saying this in 2021, and 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 people are coming into an understanding. I don't want to use the word awakening, but and being woke, but they're coming into an understanding of this. And there's going to be some. Backlash to that. And, yes. then, and again, it's basically, you answered the question a second ago because whether this is going to play out is if the Nick Cannon thing is the catalyst for what's going to happen nationally, you can expect that you are going to be a part of a movement that is going to be now you guys over here claiming something that you're not. And look at how racist and bigoted you are. The country could possibly turn on you because of the fact of the understanding that you have. And that's going to push us into a point where we're going to have to say, okay, now that we all on one accord with the Most High, where is this Messiah at? How are we getting back? Do you foresee that happening with, you know, because there's well, a lot of propaganda that's out there that's teaching everybody a narrative about us. Well, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. You see, the Oxenazi Jews amongst the Europeans, mm -hmm. amongst their own clan, because mm -hmm. their own clan comes out of JFAT. Right. People who are not of color 
come out of JFAT. Okay. Oxanazis come out of JFAT. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the people of their own clan um, um, don't like them almost as much as they don't like us. Mm. Okay. Uh, Jews are hated in the world. They are. Yeah, they are. They are. Uh, black folks are hated. Are hated in the world. In the world. Yep. So there's two groups of people that are hated in the world: the Oxenazi Jews mm-hmm. and the Hebrew Israelites, mm-hmm. or people that are of color. Mm-hmm. And the people that hate them are the people that come out of the same out of from the same sun that Oxen that the Oxenites come from. Mm-hmm. Now, the Oxenites absolutely do not like in the land of Israel right people of color the Ethiopians tried to make their their return to the land mm-hmm. and I've got the book on my shelf I just can't put my finger on it mm. but the Oxenazi Jews cried out hatred against them and they said the same thing that the, the um folks say about the black folks mm. they will rape our women Mm. These Ethiopians, they will rape our women. Mm. They will do this and they will do that. It's the same verbiage. Mm. Mm-hmm. But the people that are saying it are <laughs> the same people that are hated by the same people that are saying it about us. Right, 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 right. I mean, look at the history. Mm-hmm. So my point being is, is this. If, if a person of prominence has the wavels to fall on the sword and have the knowledge to back up what he's saying, then people will listen to that person. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Excuse my French. They ain't give a damn about what we're saying. Right. They don't know who I am. Right. I'm not on CNN News. That's right. I don't I'm not on I'm not, I'm not on NBC, ABC or CBS. That's right. I'm not on any I'm not on Netflix, Amazon or n- no venue of prominence where folks can tune in and listen to me. So they 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 they, they, they don't give a they don't give a rats a rats behind about what I'm saying. Right. But if a person a of pr- prominence right. You know what? Mm. When Reggie White went to went to Israel and came back with his message, people were listening to Reggie White. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. They listened to him because he was a person of promise. They knew who he was, mm-hmm. and he had stature amongst the people. Right. Now, let me say something to you, okay? Israel didn't know nothing about a prophet until the prophet showed up and had something to say about but the Most High told him to say, and the prophet proved to himself that he was from the Most High. That's oh, correct. Listen to you now, right? Until then, uh, all the prophets were little nobodies in Israel. Right, right. And as we close this podcast, I want to tell you, little nobodies are trying to help Israel right. in exile to awaken to truth. And those of you that are searching to understand that there is, there are resources that are available to help you understand. And you being the most highest people don't have to back up and crawfish for nobody. Because our ancestors, Abraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov, Mashe, yeah. Yeshayahu, Hezekiah and all the prophets, they did not back up to nobody because they knew that the Elohim that they served that birthed them and made them was able to bring them out. Right. What better example than those three Hebrew boys? And to establish them Mm -hmm. amongst the nations just like the three Hebrew boys and Daniel. That's right. And the th- I, I give props to the three Hebrew boys oh, yeah. because they said, oh, nation of Babylon, oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we're not even so careful as to how we answer you. Exactly. 
for the God that we serve is able to mm-hmm. deliver us. And if he doesn't, he has a greater purpose. A great, there it is. There it is. It's again, n- not hate speech. No. This is about understanding that we are part of a nation. We serve the same Elohim. Elohim. This has right, nothing right, to do right. with throwing anybody right, under, under a truck. No, 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 no. If that is perceived, that is totally not our, te- our intent no, has been taken no, incorrectly. No. Uh, what we have spoken to you in this podcast is facts that come out of the historical writings that were spoken to the most powerful prophet of all times, Mashe, by the creator who created him and spoke into existence and brought forth the 12 sons of Israel right. who happened to come out of the loins of Father Abraham, who come out of the loins of Shem, who come out of the loins of Eber. And Eber is the word that is, is associated with Hebrew. You read in Genesis and it says, when Abraham went to war, it says, go tell the Hebrew, Abraham. Father Abraham was a Hebrew. Mm-hmm. And Father Abraham is not associated with with Japhat and he's not associated with the Oxenazis. It's written, it's in the scriptures. Oh, 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 oh. And here's right. the kicker. There you go. Here's the kicker. If you really want to defend this position, tell the Oxenazis to open the scroll. Let's open the scroll and let's see what the Hebrew scroll says when we get to to Bereshit chapter 10 and let's see who defines who let's let the let's let the Torah scroll right speak for us because it speaks volumes Mm. let's open their scroll and ask them to read from their scroll Mm -hmm. Bereshit chapter 10 and they will find their names written under the name of oh, yeah. Japhat mm-hmm. and not Shem. Mm-hmm. Well, Thanks. hey, this has been Hebrews in Exile. I'm sorry. No, I'm not, I'm not sorry. I'm go. not apologizing. Not apologizing for that. I, you know, I hope that you've gained some mm-hmm. insight. And listen, listen, uh, write us at, at, um, um, was it FTF? FTF uh, at first tab, Nah, what is our what's our it's email? Like it's like FTF at firsttab.org. Yeah, FTF at firsttab.org. FTF at firsttab.org. You can go to our website, firsttab.org. You can find a place there where you can send us a letter and you can send us questions. We'll 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 answer scripture I scripture thoughts from you and any question that you might have concerning Israel's and exile, write us. We want to talk to you, we want to share with you an open up understanding about this exile. Until next time, this has been Rabbi Robert B. Holman Jr. and Sean Appleton. And this has been Exile in Hebrews Hebrews in in Exile. exile. (laughs) Shalom. Shalom.